Shalom, shalom, friends. Eddie Chavez Calderon here with Uri Letzetic. Super excited to bring in another dynamic episode of our podcast system, of our learning and growing learning library. I'm so happy to be here today with one of my great colleagues and friends here at Uri Letzetic, Nick Jagdio, who's going to be talking to us about a great topic of our friends from Trinidad and Tobago. So super excited to have you here, Nick. Thank you so much. So tell us, Nick, give us a little bit of an overview of Trinidad. Thank you so much, Eddie. Thanks for having me to talk about Trinidad and Tobago. You know, Trinidad and Tobago are the last Caribbean islands in the Caribbean chain. We're right next to Venezuela. Um, we're a really multicultural, diverse society. We have East Indians, people of Black descent, very tiny native, what we call native Trinidadian community, um, and everything in between. We have Syrians, we have Lebanese, we have Chinese, we're a really, really mixed society and, and it shows in our culture, which is also very, very mixed. And from that, we also have a tiny Jewish community, which is what I'm really excited to talk to you about today um, on this podcast. Thank you so much, Nick. Something that we would love to explore is what is the Jewish community life and um, the overall Jewish community in, in Trinidad look like today? Right. Just like the overall Trinidad population, the Jewish community is very, very um, diverse as well. I like to call it a microcosm of world Jewry because we have everything here. We have um, Orthodox expressions. We have conservative. We have Israelis. We have Turkish Jews. We have um, a whole mix of Jews who've been in the Caribbean for, for centuries as well. The Sephardi, um, Sephardic Portuguese and Spanish Jews who've been here. Um, we've, we've got a really nice mix. Um, we're very egalitarian. Um, because we're a very small community, we don't have the opportunity to divide ourselves along certain lines. So we're all mixed into this balagan of, of Jewishness, which, which is beautiful because we each of us brings such a unique perspective. Um, so it's a small community. There's maybe 200 to 250 people, depending on who's in Trinidad and out of Trinidad at the time. And um, one of the sadder things about our community is that we're an older community, as a lot of the younger folk are moving abroad um, and leaving. Um, but the Trinidadian Jewish diaspora, which we call the Calypso Shtetl, Calypso being our national, um, our national contribution to the world in terms of song, Jamaica gave the world reggae, we gave the musical genre of Calypso. So we they call our, we call ourselves the Calypso Shtetl, primarily the older folk, the younger ones don't. So the Calypso, Calypso Shtetl is all over the world. Um, and it's an, a fascinating journey I want to, to share with you as well, how we, we got to Trinidad and how we branched out from there. So um, before I go into that, I just want to tell you, you know, like Urlit Zadek is a, a social justice organization. And one of the things we find when we look at all the communities in the world where Jews have established a presence is how much we give back to the countries we live in. And the Trinidadian Jewish community is very, very Trinidadian. Um, a very funny thing is that we, because of the East Indian influence in Trinidad, we have something called roti, which we eat, which is... Um, um, the Indian community is mostly from northern India, so it's a some it's like a round. It's kind of like a pizza. So um, there is this Venezuelan Jewish family who 
came to Trinidad, they moved to Venezuela, and they make roti for their Shabbats, and that's what they use instead of challah, you know, so it's, it's, it's there all over the place. Um, in terms of contributions, um, we've currently, we're doing a lot um, for such a small community, we're only 0.0005% of the Trinidadian population, and we have people who contribute in the arts across all fields. One of the um, leading news reporters. She's head of the Media Association of Trinidad and Tobago. Her name is Francesca Hawkins. She's Jewish. Um, we have a carnival um, designer who does the carnival costumes. Her name is Sonia Mack, who is, um, she's Israeli, but she was married to Trinidadian. Um, one of the pioneers of Calypso music, his name was Lionel Velasco. He was Sephardi Jew, and he was one who, who started the Calypso movement. Um, Manfred Goldfish was also involved in the Calypso movement. And something that people, a lot of people don't know about is that Sam Mendes, the, the British director, um, I think he's married to Kate Winslet. Um, he is um, also, uh, his, his grandfather was Trinidadian Jew, uh, was a Trinidadian Jew, Alfred Mendes, and he was also an author um, and historian. So we are very, very much, we contribute a lot to, to the Trinidadian society. And um, our former head of our um, organization who passed away in 2014, Mr. Hans Thatcher, he was actually um, the head of the tourism board in Trinidad. So, um, so yeah, so we've been here and we're trying our best to, to give back to the country and be involved as, as widely as we could. Amazing. That sounds incredible. Mm -hmm. you know, to, to build not only a, a, the Jewish community in itself, but to contribute back. That's mm -hmm. so beautiful. And I love that you touched on every, wherever there's a Jewish community, you always see that there's contributions back to that establishment. Yeah. What a beauty, what a beauty. So Nick, talk to me about the Hans archives. And um, I'd love for you to, to dive deeper into that. Explain to us, what is that? And uh, kind of dive deeper into, into explaining that. Yeah. Um, Hans, as I mentioned, Hans, his name was Hans Stetcher. Hans and his family escaped uh, Vienna right before World War II and came to Trinidad and Tobago. And this is one of the things I'm really proud of as a Trinidadian is that there were only four countries, not four countries, four areas in the world which were letting in refugees right before the start of World War II. Um, that was the Dominican Republic, Cuba, Shanghai, and Trinidad and Tobago. And about 1,000 to 1,500 Jews managed to escape um, um, Europe before the start of the war. Unfortunately, with the declaration of war, and we were a British um, colony, we closed borders to, to any refugees. But we were open before, and we did allow a sizable number of refugees to get into Trinidad and to, to find a, a haven. And... Hans was one of those refugees who came in. He came in with his mom, his dad, and his aunt. And they came in literally with just the clothes on their backs, um, a couple pieces of jewelry. And they started a, a, a jewelry business in Trinidad post-World War II. And Hans did make quite... He made something of himself. Um, his, his, his company, Stetcher's Fine Gift Stores, were throughout the Caribbean. Um, he, he was quite, quite a character. Um, he became a sort of adopted grandfather to me, and he was also an archivist. He had a huge collection of, of documents, of pictures, of, of all these wonderful memorabilia connected to the Jewish community in Trinidad and Tobago. And I had 
left Trinidad in 2013. I moved to Israel and Pence passed away in 2014. And I returned to Trinidad um, in 2017, 2018. And in 2019, someone contacted me for information about the, the Jewish community during World War II. So I knew that when Hans had passed, his information would be forwarded to the university here. So I put them in touch with the university and the person told me the university couldn't help them, which was surprising. So I contacted the university only to find out that after Hans passed, everything was lost. And the entire collection of pictures of everything was gone. There were um, pictures of, of Jews in Trinidad celebrating the birth of Israel, you know, on May 15th, the day after, um, celebrating in our capital city, marching down the streets, you know, um, there were the collections of people's stories, everything was gone. And it was a loss, not just to me, but to Trinidad and Tobago as a whole, because this is a, a period in time where Trinidad was very open to, to immigration. Um, I bring that up because there, we were seeing, in a way, history tends to repeat itself. And in Trinidad, we're seeing an influx of Venezuelan refugees who are not being met with the same criticisms and welcome that the Jewish community was during World War II. So to me, the loss of Hans's archives um, hit hard. Um, especially because I had always seen it as something we could springboard to work towards becoming more welcoming to the Venezuelan, um, not just Venezuelans, there are a lot of Indian, Nigerian, a um, lot of refugees in Trinidad. We, we have a huge undocumented um, population here. And, you know, someone once said the, 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 when America catches a cold, Trinidad sneezes. I mean, I think they say that about Israel as well. And the policies and the sort of rhetoric that happened during the 2016-2020 era in the US, um, we're seeing it happen here as well towards immigrants. Um, in 2020, a uh, young, very young, she's 19 years old, a uh, Venezuelan refugee took uh, a, a local taxi. We have shared taxis, you just stopped them. And she was brutally raped. Her eyes were gouged out. Um, she was stabbed, I think, 28 times. 19 years old, beautiful young child, you know, and left to die on the side of the road. Um, she was found, she was taken to the hospital, but um, she didn't survive. And that is indicative of, I think, a lot that has been going on within the, the immigrant population here. They, they feel afraid. And a lot of them, although we have free local healthcare, free, um, the, the police are supposed to take care of them, they're afraid to approach these institutions because they don't know what could happen because they're undocumented and because they're not legal here. So I wanted Hans's archives to, to be some sort of point of reference of welcoming that we once had here. Um, unfortunately, as I said, it was lost. And I started a, a, a journey to collect the stories of the refugees who had left Trinidad and Tobago. And I uncovered an enormous network of this Trinidadian Jewish diaspora all around the world. And in a way, Eddie, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a Schindler's list, but a Trinidad's list of Jews. Out of those 1,500, I've come into contact with at least 5,000 people who live around the world who are a result of this, the, the, these few years of, of refugees being allowed into Trinidad. And they're, they're prospering and doing amazing things around the world. One of them is actually 
the CEO of My Heritage in Israel. Um, you know, another one is a film document, uh, film a filmmaker. Um, she has a documentary called The Last Goldfish, which talks about her father's story coming to Trinidad um, as a refugee. You know, it's just it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing, and uh, something that I think that Trinidad and Tobago should be very, very proud of. So. Um, it's something that I want to use, something that I'm working towards with, with members of my community to take this either into a documentary or something that we can capture this and show, show what could be done when you welcome people who need help. That's beautiful, Nick. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Nick, and just to kind of bring everything together, yeah. how would you express that all of these identities that you you bring in, how does that kind of express in your day-to-day -day lives? How does that show? And why is it important for you to bring all of these things together, not only in the present, but also make sure that you're talking about the past? Yeah, oh, wow, that's such a good question, Eddie. Um, my identity, so I converted to Judaism years ago, 2008 in Jerusalem, and I converted modern Orthodox. And um, I think in, in, in conversion, you tend to want to be more religious than people who are born within the religion. And I had a tendency to, to be a lot more right wing in my views and I moved back to Trinidad afterwards and Hans had told me he said Nicholas we don't have space for this kind of you know um, um, he called it extremist views so I don't think I was extremist I was modern orthodox but he was very secular so to him anything religious was extreme and he said we are all part of this beautiful fabric that is Judaism and it, it was something that I've adopted and something that I've found within modern orthodoxy as well. Um, something I always talk about is Rav Avram Kook, who was um, the first, I think he was, well, during, it was pre-State of Israel days, but he was the chief rabbi, and he had said, he was orthodox, and he said to the reform and conservative movements, who I can't reach, you guys come in, you can reach, we are all working towards the same goal, right? And I, it, it became a part of me. So my Judaism was very much influenced by my Trinidadian Jewish community. And it was tempered by, by my community as well. And it's a reflection of it. You know, um, I told you the story about the, the Venezuelan family who has Trinidadian roots making roti, you know, and that's something that we do in Trinidad. We have, it's an East Asian vegetable. Um, it's like, it's a bitter, very ugly vegetable, but it's very, very bitter. And we use that on Pesach instead of, um, you know, for, <laughs> instead of the horseradish, that's what we use, you know, because it's, it's, we can't get horseradish here. So a lot of the things are very locally tempered. Looking towards the past, you know, there have been several influxes of Jew Jews into the, into the Caribbean and Trinidad specifically. We had this Fadi influx um, specifically in Trinidad that happened when we were under Spanish rule and we weren't, they weren't getting Spaniards to come into Trinidad and Tobago. So they opened it up to any Catholic. Any, and so a lot of nominal Catholic people came in and they were, said they were French, but they were actually Portuguese. Jews and they came in and they never managed to hold on to their Jewishness. A lot of them assimilated within the wider Catholic population and they, they still have their Portuguese last names up until today. Um, they know their Jewish heritage. 
heritage, um, one of my friends, she's Catholic, her last name is DeCarries. Um, when I had started my Jewish um, journey, she showed me a photo of something. She said she didn't know what it was. Her grandfather didn't know what it was, but he knew it was something passed down to him. And he said, I, I need to be buried with this. And it was tefillin. It was very, very battered. He was buried with it, but they knew it was something to do with their easy Jewish past. And so, you know, a lot of, we were seeing a movement in Trinidad, and I think within the Caribbean, where there's a lot of people with Jewish heritage, I mean, this is happening throughout the wider Latino world, I think, um, Hispanic world, where a lot of people are finding their Jewish heritage and are moving back towards Judaism. And um, that's something that's happening in Trinidad as well. Um, so I think for me, the past is really important for us to, for me personally, to know who I am as a Trinidadian, as a Trinidadian Jew. And it's important for me to put these things into place, these historical references and these historical archives, because there's going to be a point in the future where people are going to want to know and they're going to want to access what their past is. You know, they may not be interested so much right now, but having that there would give them what they need, whether it is to move back home to Jew, Judah, Judaism, or it is just for your their general knowledge of what it means to be a Trinidadian. Thank you so much, Nick. Friends, with that, we close and we give thank you so much to our, our great colleague, Nick, who's been an amazing addition to the Ariel Atzetic team. Friends, we wish you a great, great Hagim, and we hope that it is filled with joy Friends, please make sure to visit our website for more information on how to be involved, on how to listen to more of our learning events, and how to be a part of our volunteering system. Everybody, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.